when you think about what you need to achieve what you need to achieve and how can how can the system help remind you of that or help you organize that structure that plan for it that's where the value is for me Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. And I am your other host, Femke. In this episode, we are going to be talking about bullet journaling. And if you have not heard of bullet journaling before, don't worry, because I'm sure we'll explain a little bit and take you through what bullet journaling actually is. But the the reason we wanted to do this episode is because, Charlie, you started bullet journaling a little while ago now, and I was very intrigued into your bullet journal, and you kindly gifted me a bullet journal about a month ago. And so I have recently started bullet journaling, but there are a lot of people bullet journaling. I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've been seeing it online almost everywhere, on Instagram, on YouTube. A lot of people have been talking about bullet journaling lately as a system to sort of organize and prioritize their tasks. And so I thought for me, it's been a month in since I started bullet journaling. So I thought it was a good time that maybe we did an episode on it and talked about what we've enjoyed about the bullet journaling system and hopefully share a few tips for those that are thinking about getting into bullet journaling. And it seems like this is a very popular topic because our tweets for, you know, your input, your listeners' input on on this topic really blew up and the people had a lot of things to say. So yeah. that's good. And it's definitely a craze that's been sweeping the world at the moment and looking forward to talking about it. First though, Femme, how have your side projects been going? How's your week been? It's been a good week. I'm really enjoying this warm weather. It's like a heat wave here. Which, yeah, same here. Yeah, it's really nice. I think it's been around for a couple of weeks now and some people are starting to complain like, oh, it's just too hot. And I'm like, no, 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 don't complain. Like, enjoy the sunshine. I'm trying to make the most of it. So it's been really nice. I went to the park in the weekend by myself with a book, which was nice. I like oh, really do that. Yeah, it was very, very nice to just take some time for myself, just me, myself and I and read a book. And so, yeah, it's been really nice. Side projects have been ticking along as usual. I'm currently, actually, this is a good place to mention, I'm currently looking for more creative people to interview for my creative series. So if you listening uh, or consider yourself a creative person, maybe you have a cool side project or maybe you're in design school, uh, I would love to hear from you and uh, potentially I can interview you for my creative series. So just drop me a tweet, I suppose, at SVS. Sorry, I didn't mean to turn this into a promo thing. But <laughs> no, I mean, it's right. I mean, this is a really great series, so we need to see it keep going with more people. And I know that our listeners are very talented, creative folks. So Yes, and there are also a lot of them. So now you're probably going to yes. be set for the next year. <laughs> yeah, probably. That would be nice. So yeah, if you're listening and maybe that's something you're interested in being a part of, yeah, just drop me, drop me a note. It'd be cool to hear from you. How are you? How's your week? You've been in Barcelona. I was in Barcelona and then also in like the countryside south of Spain where Mark's parents live for a week, which was really nice. I did... I kept working while I was there, which is the great thing about remote work. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And I spent most of my days sitting at the table outside, like under the, uh, 
under the awning, I think yep. is the right word. I don't know. Just temporarily yep. had, a, had a mind blank. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in the shade on my computer outside in the fresh air and ah, oh, it was just amazing. It was a great week. I didn't get much done on the side project front because I tend not to when I'm out there. I sleep a lot more, I guess, than I do when I'm in London. Yeah, true, Spain. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of soul searching lately and thinking about what direction I want to take my side projects in. I can't remember if I've said on the podcast yet, but recently I set up as a, a limited company to work through. So now I technically own a company, which is exciting, even though it's just me and it's just like for tax reasons. Look at you, girl. <laughs> but there's something about it that has just made me feel really motivated to, I don't know, like build my own little empire and make like a thing and do more than what I'm currently doing. So I'm currently rethinking my goals. I said a bunch at the start of the year. We did an episode about goals and I don't know, I'm looking at my list and I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like doing some of these things anymore. I don't know if they're the right direction. So I guess right now I'm grappling with like giving up those goals and what to do instead. I don't know yet but I'm sure that I will update you as, as I decide. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You know, as you move throughout the year, I think it's quite common for your focus to change or your priorities to change. So I think that would make total sense to also adjust your goals to ensure that they continue to align with, you know, your personal beliefs and goals and what you want to achieve. That totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said that. That makes me feel a bit better. <laughs> yeah, but I'd love to hear more when maybe you have a little bit more clarity on what you're going to do for the rest of the year. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, let's maybe we could do a, like a mid-year check-in Ooh. on our goals and I don't know what we're up to. That could yeah. be a good future episode. That would be. Anyway, here's a nice segue for you. I've been writing down ideas for like future goals in my bullet journal. Nice. Do you have like a dedicated goals section in your bullet journal that you sort of update over time or did you not previously log your goals in there? I had a page where I wrote my goals that I set, like as my New Year's resolutions and like we talked about in the podcast. And so I've been adding to that page as like ideas, I suppose. Let's back up a second though and talk about what a bullet journal actually is for people who are very confused right now and mm-hmm. have never heard of this before because it could be possible. And I didn't really understand what it was at first because a lot of pictures you see of bullet journals online, this is probably most people's frame of reference, is like beautiful spreads with like hand lettering and fancy box systems and colors. That's a lot of the bullet journals that you see because obviously they're the fun images to share. But the bu- bullet journal system was invented, wait, I'm gonna find the guy's name. So the bullet journal was created by Ryder Carroll and basically he wanted to evolve an analog system for managing his tasks. There's a bunch of apps and, you know, to-do list systems and complicated ways of arranging things and he just wanted something that was really fast and simple and sort of like got out of the way so that you could get on with actually doing the tasks. And so as I'm describing that, that probably doesn't sound like something that those, you know, big creative hand lettering and colorful spreads really fit into, right? (laughs) It's kind of not, wasn't the original point, but that's what it's evolved into. But anyway, it's basically um, a system for logging your tasks and logging your future tasks, your daily tasks, your weekly tasks, a way of organizing your life pretty much. And it sounds, I don't know, it sounded weird to me at first. I was like, really doing this on paper, but an app, you know, it's so much faster and 
you can see it everywhere. It's obviously going to be better, but I decided to give it a try. And honestly, it's worked out really brilliantly for me. It's a system that, I don't know, I've stuck with the longest, I suppose. I've been doing it since the start of the year and it's still going really well. Basically, there's a bit of work involved in setting up because you set up like some calendars for the future. Um, you know, you plan out some spreads where you want to keep track of certain things. And like one of mine, like I said, is my goals. And then once that's all set up, though, you just get into it. And every day you just write down the date, write down your tasks and cross them off when they're done. And it's it's just really great. I'm going to put a link in the description of the show notes. Description of the show notes? <laughs> what, what do I think? I'm on YouTube or something? <laughs> There'll be a link in the show notes where you can watch a video introduction to the bullet journal and, and the system and like the future log, monthly log. If all those things are sounding confusing to you, then I suggest you go and watch this video and then maybe come back to listening because it really will. It walks through everything from the creator of the system and explains it really well. What made you want to start it though, Femme? Because I, I started it because I saw other people doing it and talking about it being a great way to organize and prioritize. And I thought, well, why not give it a try? I feel like I need something different than what I'm currently doing. Um, so might as well give it a shot. There's no harm done if it doesn't work, but it has. What about you? What made you want to start? I was really intimidated by the bullet journal system when I first heard about it. To be honest, I never really invested the time in watching the video or anything. I just heard lots of people talking about it. Yep. And to me, it sounded really complicated. Like people were talking about having future logs and monthly views and weekly views. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I felt a little bit overwhelmed just hearing about it because it sounded so complicated. But there's there's two things that I really really like about the bullet journal. And I came from just, I used to just write to-do lists. So I literally had like a long skinny note paper. And if you can imagine, there's like 25 lines and a little checkbox on the right hand side. So you write down your task and then you check it off when it's complete. And I'm sure lots of people probably use that system as well, just a general to-do list. And that's what I'd been using. And I started to realize that there wasn't really any way to organize my tasks or to prioritize my tasks. It was just one never-ending long list of things I had to do, which would always make me feel overwhelmed. And I realized that I would sit down and look at the list and just choose the things that sounded most fun or sounded most interesting yeah. or that I really wanted to do, which, you know, sometimes that's okay, but other times... There's stuff that you need to do, right? Or maybe they take priority or precedent over other things. And I would use the other fun tasks basically as a way to procrastinate. And so I guess I realized that it maybe wasn't the most efficient way for me to organize and prioritize. So what I like about the bullet journal system as opposed to like a running to-do list, which is also what you sort of similarly get with digital apps is sort of like a running yeah. list, like Wonderlist, for example, uh, is that it's very organized and you get really good overviews and you can basically put and sort tasks into when when they need to be complete or when you want to do them by. And it's a really great way of seeing that sort of more overview of when things need to be done or, or by what time and thus lets you prioritize. So that's one of the things I really like about the bullet journal system. And the other thing I really like, which again, was something that actually quite scared me is when you first 
get the bullet journal, it's basically a blank page, right? Yeah. Like it's empty and that's scary. I don't know about other people, but blank pages always freak me out, especially, you know, when I'm going to write a blog post or something, you start with a blank page. It's just naturally a scary thing. And so that kind of put me off at first because I was like, what am I supposed to do with this big, scary blank page? But now I actually embrace that and I really like the freedom that that gives me. Again, with my to-do list, it was a very structured, you know, lines in a checkbox and there wasn't much room to explore and play and pull ideas apart. But with the bullet journal, the fact that there's like empty space everywhere just gives you that freedom to explore and restructure your ideas. And to me, it's not about having a pretty journal. I I know that some people really like using their bullet journal as a way, like a creative outlet. And you see those, like you said, those beautiful journals. For me, I'm not so much focused on that. Mine looks like a terrible mess, but I'm okay with that because for me, that's a really, it's the best way for me to organize and structure and prioritize my life. And to me, that's what's most important. But after all of that, your original question of what got me onto the bullet journal uh, was after watching your YouTube video, actually, because up until then, I'd heard a lot about the journal, but I'd never really seen it in action. Like I'd seen photos of people's journals, which again, were like all really pretty. And I'd never really taken the time to understand or walk through what the journal actually was for and the purpose of it and how it worked. And so I saw your video and how you were using the journal and thought, I definitely need to try that. That's what I love about it too, is that it is, it can be whatever you want it to be. And like, if you're having issues with, like you said, the long to-do list, not being quite right, an app not being quite right. The great thing about the bullet journal system is you can make it fit however you want to organize. So I guess the overall goal of a bullet journal is to start zoomed out, like seeing the whole year almost, then zoom in on per month and then per day or per week, then per day. And there were certain things that I do with my month, like I have my monthly focus, for example. So rather than just getting a normal diary that has all the dates in it and like a specific small amount of space to write in each day and you know, no real customized stuff. Everyone's diary looks the same, whatever, if you buy this diary. Instead, I can set up my month spread as uh, having a space to put in my monthly focus, Mm -hmm. as having a space to roughly plan out what I think I want to try and achieve each week before I get into, like, the the days and then can put the task into the days. And I can have one day take up a whole page, the next day only take up two lines, and there's no wasted space. I really like it for that reason, that it is totally your own system and it can be whatever you want it to be and so I don't know when I first started I did feel a lot of pressure to make it look beautiful (laughs) like the ones I was seeing but I soon fell into seeing how productive it made me and how it helped me organize my tasks and so now I don't care about that anymore (laughs) yeah I definitely felt and still I mean I'm just about to finish my first month it's May 31st Mm -hmm. as we're recording this so I'm just about to finish the month of May and it looks terribly messy because I'm exploring different ways of using it really and so a couple of spreads, I'm using a black pen, another spread, I'm using a blue pen, and I'm just trying to explore what feels better for me. Uh, Other things that I'm trying to log is the days that I learn to code and the days that I do yoga, and I've been exploring different ways to track that. Uh, Another thing that I've been trying to explore is how do I 
make a note of things that I need to do in the future because uh, what I sort of do is every day I write the date and then the tasks that I want to do for that day and I started to realize that there were things that came up that I knew that I would need to do but not today like therefore sometime Mm. in the future and so I've been experimenting with ways to write down future tasks and then bring those into the daily log to sort of cross them off and get them done. So my month of May looks terribly messy as I'm exploring different systems that work for me. And I mean, I admit as as a designer and a creative person, that's been hard to deal with because yeah. like you, I want it to look really pretty. And, you know, I would love to be able to flick through the whole thing at the end of the year and it looks like a beautiful scrapbook. But I try and remind myself that that's not the point. And so I've kind of tried to gift myself this month of exploration to just figure out the best system for me and figure out what works best. Yeah, that's the thing too, is that with a a diary that you buy, like a planner that you buy, the spreads are the same every month and every day, no matter what. But with a bullet journal, you can try one thing one month and if it doesn't quite work or if it needs some slight improvements, you can change it for the next month because you're setting it up as you go. What kind of extra things do you include or do you log sort of each month because at the moment I'm just only doing like this is this is what I have for this month and my daily stuff and I'm not really using it to track much else is there anything that you're using it to track that you found really helpful I mean you mentioned your goals which I think is a really good one is there anything else I also have been have a spread where I write down at the end of every month where my YouTube subscribers are at and my email list is at so I can Uh keep track of how that's growing over time I don't know how useful that is it's more just interesting for me to see altogether Uh, I'm doing the same for my savings accounts keeping track of how much is in them I did start out thinking that I could use it as a space to like jot down any thing I buy that could be like expensed for tax reasons later but I quickly I wrote down like one thing and then realized that I completely forget to do that and that's not the place for me to be tracking expenses right yeah So, you know, that's a spread that goes unused, but that's okay because the whole point is you just try stuff out, anything you think you might potentially need. I don't know, people do a lot with their journals. Some people like to track their moods, for example, uh, or like you do, how much time spent coding or time spent doing yoga, that sort of things. I'm not really, I I knew that if I did that, I'd be setting myself up to fail because I just don't remember that sort of thing at the end of the day. Yep. And I don't mind too much about tracking it. So like that wasn't important to me. What was most important to me is like goals and future thinking and the tasks that I'm working on. So that's more what the journal is about to me. But again, that's why the system is so great is because it can be about something totally different for someone else. And that's why you see a lot of beautiful spreads because that, that person has decided to use it as a, a daily creative expression in a way, which which is really cool. In fact, on that topic of creative expression, we tweeted out uh, on our Twitter account, because that's where you tweet, or <laughs> um, at DesignLifeFM is our handle, and we asked if our listeners had tried bullet journaling, because we we're going to be talking about it and we wanted to hear their thoughts or any questions that they had. And I was surprised at the number of people who came back and said that they like it as a creative expression. Were you? Yeah, me too, actually. And there was also a few people who said that they had tried it but stopped because they felt the pressure of it being like a beautiful, creative, visually creative thing, which I yeah, also exactly. thought was interesting. Yeah, what I Nick said something really interesting in that he tried bullet journaling, liked it, but encouraged him to go back to a regular planner. 
And he said he's a creative person, but I'd rather have the energy focused elsewhere. And we went back to him and and we're talking about this idea of bullet journaling as a creative expression. And he says, yeah, I did use it as creative expression, but nothing in particular warranted me warranted for me to use bullet journaling instead of a regular planner apart from that creative aspect. So to me, it sounds like perhaps the way that a traditional planner is set up with like the month and the boxes for the days or whatever, that works well for Nick. So he didn't need the bullet journal because otherwise he'd just be basically recreating what the planner was anyway. Yeah, I think if... I guess it's about what you want the bullet journal to be for you and to yeah. achieve for you, right? Like if, if you want it to be a place for creative expression, then like that's awesome. Like do that. I think that's really cool. Uh, but I don't think it has to be. And so, yeah, I suppose it depends on what you want to get out of it. And if there's already a system that works really well for you, then that's totally fine. You don't have to use the bullet journal system. Uh, I think it's cool that Nick tried it. I think that's that's really cool. And now I guess he knows with more clarity that his his old system worked better. So I think that's cool. Heidi also said that she uses one but mostly uses it for creative expression and weekly or monthly planning and that she uses a separate notebook for her daily tasks, which I think is really interesting. And that's like those daily tasks where you get like into the fine details, that's when things get messy, right? <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if that's the reason like perhaps Heidi, her bullet journal is something she can pull out and be inspired by and, you know, get that bigger picture focus, I suppose. Yeah, totally. I, I find that really interesting. I'd love to see what it, what, how, how she used that system for using the bullet journal for weekly and monthly and then a separate notebook for daily. I wonder what that looks like. Yeah, because I personally love having it all in one notebook and you know, just being able to flip to, Mm -hmm. like, for example, we have a mastermind group at work and we've been having hot seats every fortnight or every two weeks if you're an American. Wait, (laughs) Um, they don't use the term fortnight? No, they don't use the term fortnight. Really? Yeah. Well, I I think not. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Hope I didn't just lie to you. Fake news. (laughs) Um, But anyway, every time we have a, a mastermind group meeting, I flip back to my hot seat note page. So I'm keeping all those notes together rather than, right. you know, jotting them down randomly wherever I happen to be in my notebook that day. And that's really handy for doing things like that. It's the same for some projects that I have on. I've sometimes taken a page just to try and figure that out in my head. Like uh, there's been one where I've been arranging for photographers to come and do photo shoots of some subjects, some interview subjects. And so I had a spread that was all about that and like figuring out and where I was at with organizing each one. Mm-hmm. So you can break your system whenever you like, basically. Yeah, totally. For me, in the middle of the month of May, I have a spread with blog post ideas. Yep, there we go. And like, I'm okay with that. Like, yes, it's breaking up the month of May, but whatever, you know, I, I at least the most important thing for me at that point was to get my ideas on paper and that's what I achieved. So I'm fine with it. Do you know what? I really like the way Lauren has described how she likes the system. I think it, it really sums it up well. She says, I just find the system so simple and easy to adapt for the different needs of what you're doing. Mm. That's exactly it. It is completely adaptable because you're writing it yourself with a pen and paper. Yeah. And she also went on to say that she has started to expand her use case for it into other things that she does, including having separate notebooks for freelance projects. That's an interesting one. For, for me, I also keep freelance projects in a separate notebook. I haven't oh, introduced them into my bullet journal, but w- how do you do that, Charlie? Do you I keep it them? all in one. Mm. So 
every day I have lists on the left hand side of the page is my work tasks and the right hand side of the page is my side project tasks for the day. And so that's how I sort of keep them in together. All of my goals and things are pretty much for my side project focused. But yeah, the daily tasks is where work stuff comes in. Yeah, nice. Florencio had a good piece of advice for starting because he said he actually started because we were talking about it, which Aww. is cool. And he said he watched a couple of YouTube videos and haven't looked back. And that's exactly how I started as well. I think I spent like half a day watching every bullet journal video on YouTube, yep. it feels like. <laughs> yep, I did the Although same. Can't possibly be because there are so many. Yeah. He says that I would say just start. You don't need a fancy notebook or fancy pens. And he uses his to track workouts and future design projects. And that's exactly You don't need the official notebook or anything or the nope. perfect pen. Just just start and see how it feels to use the system for you. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I will admit that about a week or two into bullet journaling, I went on Amazon and bought myself some nice pens. But that's only because I wanted to start color coding things just to make some things a little bit more clearer. And so I didn't have any other colors of pens. Will you believe it? So, uh, yeah, I did buy a couple of nice pens. And I think it's okay to maybe gift yourself something to make it, you know, to maybe reward yourself that you're starting this process or make it more enjoyable for you. Like for me, I I like having some different color pens and that makes it more enjoyable for me to use. And so, yeah, whatever, like, I think makes it more of an enjoyable thing, like, a bullet journal should not be a, you know, looming, daunting task like, oh, I need to get my journal out and like write my tasks, you know. It should be something that doesn't interfere with what you should be doing and should only, I guess, like, assi- I don't know if assist is the right word, but should only help you achieve those things. So, yeah, I think assist is the right word. Yeah. So whatever helps make it that thing that assists what you're doing for me it was getting a few different colored pens then do that that's a really good point I want to bring in something that Jillian said here she said that she she's used a bullet journal off and on for about two years but always gets to the point where she thinks she's way over complicating her life and that for her it's best used for specific projects with their own focus and timeline but for everyday tasks it gets too much and I think if that's the feeling you're having, then it's definitely you need to cut back on something you're tracking or whatever. For me, it takes like two minutes for me to log my day. Yeah. I sit down in the morning and I think, what do I need to get done today? Write it down in a list using the key that you'll see if you watch that video. Uh, and boom, that's it. That's my day done. And it's not complicated. It's really easy. Take It's so fast and it keeps me organized. So I think that's a piece of advice for whatever task management system you're using though is that if it feels like it's overwhelming if it feels like it's you're spending more time organizing your tasks than actually working on them that's a problem and you need to change something up yeah no I agree like there's no right way to do a bullet journal right it's whatever whatever things you want to track and you know keep on top of then just use it for that and there's no reason to overcomplicate it with tiny tiny little things like make a cup of coffee in the morning, you know. I yeah. Mean, that's just a distraction in my opinion. When I first got interested in bullet journaling, I actually started with daily lists. So I didn't get a notebook and properly set it up in the way you're supposed to a bullet journal. I just started writing my to-do lists using the bullet journal system, mm-hmm. which basically, if you haven't heard of it, is where you have a dot for a task, a circle for an appointment, 
uh, a line for a note and then you put a little cross over those things when they're done. And so I just started writing my to-do list that way rather than just jotting them down randomly on any bit of paper anywhere. <laughs> and that's what got me feeling like, okay, this is really quick to like jot my tasks down for the day and mark them off when they're done. And it feels like I'm accomplishing things and I'd like to see how this applies to the bigger picture, I suppose, of my goals and tasks. Mm -hmm. So that's why I decided to commit and set up an actual journal. And like you, Femme, I also bought some special pens. Oh, phew, it wasn't just me. <laughs> no, I, I went, in fact, I wanted to start my journal off using a specific pen that someone had recommended online. And so I went to Muji, brought that pen, nice. and then I started my journal. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous you have a Muji. We don't have a Muji here. It's very sad. Oh, we have many. You should come visit. Yeah, I should. Uh, Aspie, I think. Their name is Aspirations Live, so I'm going to go with Aspie. Said that he tried bullet journaling recently but lost it one day and haven't picked it up since I found it. Also, he doesn't feel like he has much use for it at the moment. So then I asked, how do you currently manage and prioritize your tasks? And he responded with, my brain mixed with Google Calendar. I had to drop a lot of projects and picked up a full-time job, so I felt like I had nothing to manage. I may pick up the bullet journal later, but found it was quite similar to my system in college, which is where I listed all of my tasks in a notebook, and every day I crossed them out. So this is similar to... I think, Nick, we were talking about earlier where, I mean, mm. if there's another system that already exists and works really well for you, then just use that. And I, I don't think it's worth forcing or pressuring yourself to try and adapt this new system, like the new bullet journal system, just because everyone else is talking about it. Yeah, I will say, though, that the benefit for me in the bullet journal is not just that like daily task list. It's everything else as well that goes mm -hmm. into it. Yeah. So, for example, at the start of every month, I'll set up, uh, like, write down the days of the month and when I've got things on. And that's really handy to see, like, concentrations of events almost, because I know that that week I'm going to be really tired. I'm probably not going to have much spare time. So mm -hmm. it's going to be hard to organize tasks in that specific week. Um, also, at the start of every month, I plan out what I want to achieve in each week of that month so that each week almost can have a focus as well as my monthly focus, like I said before. And that can feed into my daily tasks. And so having that view is really important to me, not just the, you know, jotting down tasks every day. And I think that's where the value of the bullet journal can really come in. When you think about what you need to achieve what you need to achieve and how can, how can the system help remind you of that or help you organize that, structure that, plan for it, that's where the value is for me. So... Big question then, since starting bullet journaling, how has that changed how you work? Like, do you feel as though it's made you more productive or do you feel as though you have a better overview of the things you have to do? Like, what are the benefits that you've experienced since bullet journaling? Do you know what? I was thinking about this the other day that I think it has made me better at scoping so understanding how many tasks I can get done in one day or like, mm -hmm. you know, how much that can happen. I used to use an app called To Do, T-E-U-X-D-E-U-X, -E -E which I still think is a great like online app system for having a to-do list because you just put tasks in one day. But the thing with that app is if you didn't cross off a task one day, it would just automatically put it onto the next day. And so that got me into a habit of just putting as many tasks as I wanted in a day because I knew that it would automatically carry over to the next if I didn't get them done. 
Whereas in a bullet journal, if you don't get a task done in one day, you are forced to deal with it in a way. So you either have to write it in the next day yourself or write it in a different spread to remind yourself to do it later on if it's not something that you've decided you can fit in this week. And something about that has made me better at figuring out exactly how much stuff I can achieve in one day and be really realistic with that, which I quite like. And I don't know if it's made me more productive, but I definitely enjoy that feeling of satisfaction of ticking everything off on a day so that there's nothing to move on to the next day. And so perhaps it has, I'm not sure. What about you? Yeah, I like hearing you talk about that. I had a similar experience. If you look at my bullet journal at the start of the month of May, when I first started bullet journaling, I have maybe like 10 to do tasks a day because I was super optimistic about it and thought, yeah, I can get all of this done today. Like these are all the things I want to do. So I'm going to put all of them on there and you can see over time, the month of May, I'm getting more control and more understanding of how much I can actually achieve in a day. So, I mean, depending on the size of the task, obviously, but I now on average probably have about four tasks a day, which is quite a lot lower than the 10 that I was starting with. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, I, I agree. I think it definitely opens your eyes and gets you to think more about how much you can actually handle and achieve in a day. Something else that I've really enjoyed about it is helping me identify my priorities. So like I said, at the start of the show earlier, I used to just have this running to-do list and nothing was really prioritized. But now in my bullet journal, I will mark with a, you know, a certain little code icon. What what is it called? Whatever. Uh, to As to what is a priority. And so I know that on that day, this is the task that I should be attacking first or giving the most of my energy, etc. And that's really good also for me when I realize that I start procrastinating, working, which we've done an episode, a whole episode on yes. if you want to listen to. <laughs> And, you know, I'm much more aware now when I'm procrastinating working because I'll start doing this procrastinating work thing and then realize, hold on, this isn't even on my bullet journal for today. Or hold on, I haven't even attacked the most priority thing today yet. And so that also is a really nice way to get me to acknowledge when I'm procrastinating working and also then switch to a more productive and prioritized task. I love that. That's, yeah, definitely the case. I sometimes, if I find myself working on something that isn't in my task list, sometimes I'll add it to my task list so I can yep. cross it off. Same. Confession <laughs> <Confession> time. <laughs> no, I think we all do that. It's that nice like feeling of like gratification. Like, yeah. yes, I did this thing. And, and I think that's fine. You know, I think that that makes us happy. That makes us feel like we achieved something. I don't think it's cheating yourself. Yeah. And it, it is good, though, to that it keeps you aware of how you're spending your time. That's what I quite like is that I want everything I do that day, every task I work on, to be something in the bullet journal. Whether it's something I add later, whatever, that's fine. But it can help to interrupt yourself almost and think, hang on a second, is, is this in my journal? Should I be adding it in there? I mean, I probably actually shouldn't be working on it. Let's move on. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that's good. And I think it also is a nice way for me to... Re uh, recognize, acknowledge like a day's work, like, oh yeah, I've done all of my tasks, so now I can rest or go and do something else or whatever. I think that's also a nice way to sort of cut off 
like have a cutoff point of work for the day because before with my ever-ending to-do list it was always like oh well I'll just do the next thing I'll just yeah, do the next thing point. and yeah then you know you're just working yourself to the ground so I also like the constraints and the limitations of the bullet journal of that like this is what you're doing today do those things acknowledge you did it and take some time to rest and prepare for tomorrow there's something I like too about having your goals and future plans in the same place that you write your daily tasks because it's almost like to reach those goals they have to be part of your daily tasks right so why not have them in the same notebook that that's what I really like about it too yeah I guess it's a nice visual reminder of here are your goals and so how can you incorporate those into what you do on a daily basis yeah exactly what about getting started so you only got started with a bullet journal recently. Let's end this episode with some advice for anyone who's wanting to get into it, is intrigued perhaps by by this episode and what we've talked about, the benefits we've found. What's some advice that you'd have for someone getting started with bullet journaling? I think my biggest piece of advice, and probably because this is most applicable for a lot of people, is to just not worry about what it looks like. That's what held me back for so long is this pressure of making it look beautiful like once I understood what the bullet journal was then I was held back by its presentation and I think if you're wanting to start bullet journaling just try and let that go don't worry about it I mean obviously I'm sure there's some people listening that are super creative and probably have no problem with it and probably super embrace that and that doesn't hold them back from starting cool Uh, But there's probably also people listening that maybe that freaks them out a little bit like it did for me. I felt all of this pressure for it to look really pretty. And I would just say, don't worry about it because it honestly does not matter. What does matter is that you design a system that works well for you and who cares what that looks like. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. I would definitely advise anyone interested in starting to watch that introduction video that will be linked in the show notes Uh, the introduction to the bullet journal because it's a really great overview of how the system works and it I think it'll help you understand the like what it could be for you I suppose and then I would advise though if you want to get some ideas of of what it could be for you because people have really taken the system far beyond what how it was described you know in the introduction video so it is fun to watch a bunch of videos and see how other people do it and get some ideas from there I definitely did Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day make sure that you're working on it for you and that it's going to be something that helps you accomplish your goals and organize your tasks. So don't get too sucked in by all the pretty spreads if that's not going to be something that's relevant for you. And if you want to start like I did, then just try out using the key system as a to-do list for a bit and you might get hooked as well like I did. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's really good advice. This was a really fun episode. We had so many tweets, which was really nice. Bullet journaling is obviously something that people are really interested in and it's super popular at the moment for good reason, I think. So I think this was a nice, timely episode. And thank you to everybody who sent us your your questions and your comments via Twitter. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's cool to hear other people are using the system because like we keep saying, it is very unique to everyone. So it's cool to see how other people do it. So, Charlie, where can people go to find more episodes of Design Life? Head to designlife.fm and you'll find all our other episodes. Make sure you head to designlife.fm slash community as well and sign up there to our mailing list to be 
told when our new community launches. We didn't mention that at the start of this episode, but if you haven't heard, we're going to be launching a space for motivated creatives to come together and talk about their projects, get advice, share their thoughts, and have discussions. It should be a great space, so stay tuned, sign up to that list, and you'll be told when it launches. I'm so excited. There's already so many talented people that have signed up to the list. So yeah, I can't quite believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a super cool place. And if you want to chat more with us, you can always tweet us. We are at Design Life FM. And if you have enjoyed the show, then there's two things that we would love for you to do. The first is to share it with a friend or share it with someone who you think might benefit from listening to the show. And the second is to leave us a review on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate that. Actually, I think they've since recently updated the name to Apple Podcasts, which we oh. should maybe be using instead. Yes, but maybe we should say that instead. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. That place by Apple where you can <laughs> listen and rate podcasts. We'd love it if you hit there and leave us a review. Good chat, Ben. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.